Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 59 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week uh, we're going to welcome another great guest. We're going to say hello to Dean Harper, who kindly joins us on the podcast, a man that recently took out his trainer's licence. But firstly, Dean, welcome to the podcast. Cheers, Barry. Thanks for having me on. I suppose, firstly, um, give our listeners of the podcast maybe a small bit of background on yourself, Dean, and uh, how you got involved in our great sport. Um... Well, firstly, none of my family ever had greyhounds or never knew anything about greyhounds. Um, I suppose from the age of five or six, I I had a fascination of greyhounds. And I always remember we had a principal in uh, Kilran School, Jim Begley. He used to be always, had, he was great to tell stories and he'd tell you all about the greyhounds. And um, that's how I kind of got interested. And there was a few fellas around the area and... Uh, I remember I used to go up as a teenager with Vincent Morris and go up to Enniscarty and I just loved it. Very good. And was it was it growing up around Enniscarty or in the Wexford area you were? Uh, Ross Fair. I, I grew up down near Ross Fair. Um, so I did. Very good. And uh, like moving on then, tell us how, how you kind of got involved or what, what happened after that? Well, when I was, I suppose, 21, I said to the grandfather, I'd love to get to... Two or a, a dog, and we got two dogs, um, a dog and a bitch, and then from there we built kennels and runs, and 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 we walked from there on Wexford. Very good. And uh, can you remember your first winner, Dean? Uh, the first winner was a dog. He was a droopy very dog. It was about sixteen years ago. Uh, he was called Dog and a Bitch. He was an A3 dog. Um, anyway, I think he won four or five races after. Very good, and uh, they're always great memories to look back on, aren't they? Yeah, great memories, yeah, they're great memories, yeah. So th- things, have, things have progressed, obviously, um, nicely since, I suppose. Um, p- uh, followers of the podcast might uh, remember you, you did appear on a podcast with Ian Fortune over the last year or so. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've, I suppose recently, um, I have a good few syndicates, we have five syndicates, my Aunt Debbie, who does the kennels in Wexford? Um, John O'Callaghan, he's another half owner. So yeah, we've invested a good few bob in buying dogs and breeding and stuff like that. So um, that's, I suppose, that's kind of half the reason that I took out the trainers' license. You know. Very good. And before we go into that, we have to touch on a greyhound um, who gave you a big night, uh, Cash Ready, who finished second in the ledger at Limerick last year. That was a special uh, occasion. And, and tell us who was involved in that greyhound with you. Yeah, there's uh, three Cork City lads and myself. We are in it. Yeah, that was a great, great time. Um, I suppose, in a sense, we were unlucky to not win it. We had a soft traps with uh, with Epic Hero. We'd have been there, thereabouts. But um, no, that was a great night and God, he ran well. He sure did. And um, I think it was unfortunate. Was there, was there, there was strong COVID restrictions during that final, wasn't there? There was, yeah, yeah. I got in. I, I, I think I had another runner on the night, so I got in to see it myself. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a quiet night there. All right, yeah. Very good. And as you said, look, you've invested um, heavily enough since. Um, tell us about the couple of greyhounds you have in your kennel, because I know you had a most impressive winner um, in y'all recently. Uh, Pecky's Flyer, I think, is um, her new name. She put on a, a quite taken performance, to say the least. And uh, tell us how you came about her and who's involved in um, that very promising sort. Well, 
back in uh, back in November we bought her uh, with a few issues, and then she came in season, and then we had a few more small issues. But uh, I got her started eventually, and um, look, she's gone too. Now we bought her for breeding. Um, uh, like, look, we'll race her as much as we can, I suppose. Um, until she does, she does come in, but when she comes in, we'll breed her. Very good, and she's from the famous um, Ballymac Kennels, being a, a son of Ballymac Matt and Ballymac Scala, bred in the purple. And just in terms of that performance in y'all, um, Dean, it's not often we see um, debutants break 29 seconds on debut. She posted 28.94. She showed sizzling early pace, 3.99 sectional. Um, it was pretty pretty smart. She was. She, she was. She done everything right on the night. Um, I think she done a 3.99 sectional. Um yeah, look, she she ran well. She she showed it early on when we, when we bought her first. Um, but look, I was glad that I could get her back to what I knew she could do. Um, I suppose I go into Cork next or something like that with her in an A one, but she's certainly going not to, or she's not going to get anything soft in that like so. Uh, look, we'll race her again and we'll see what happens. Exactly, and as you said, owned um, by the Blondie Bernie Syndicate, some other syndicate you have. Yeah, there's another Cindy and a couple of Cork City lads as well, yeah. They got a great kick out of it, I'm sure. Oh, they were. They were and joking, all right, yeah. That's just, yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. Great to see, I suppose, um, syndicates and stuff like that, Dean. Oh, it's great, yeah. Um, I five different syndicates now. Um, you know, they're all great. There's no hassle with them all. Um, you know, look, it's... Um, they all want to win races, okay. Look, if we win a big one at some stage, fair enough but once we're racing we're happy out yeah exactly and it's pretty obvious look you're you're very passionate about the this uh, this sport and I'm sure it's um, something you enjoy doing all the time oh love it love it love it yeah yeah but the effort like like I work full time I look I've great support I've a great boss I've a great wife the lads are great you know what I mean I every everyone helps in their own way like you know um, it, it's it's hard to do dogs when you're working full time and you're small kids but I love it and, and I know I wouldn't change it. And I know from seeing you at the track you always have um the the kids with you as well giving you a hand. That's um it's a great I suppose bonding as well and stuff like that for, for families. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the kids love it. They um they love going and they're they're a great help now. They know what I do and got muzzles and sheets and all like that. So yeah, they're a great help. That's exactly it. And um, look, we touched on uh, Pecky's flyer. Have you anything else to look forward to um, within the kennel? Uh, yeah, I suppose I've a couple of nice young pups coming up there now. I have a bitch, Valley Cow Lexi. I, I'd send her up to Graham, Graham Holland, because I haven't time to do Dublin. So she's gone up there. She's a nice fish now. She's a good record. So yeah, I have a couple of nice, nice young pups coming along. And in terms of the day-to-day routine, obviously, look, um, you're, you obviously are busy with a full-time job as well, galloping and stuff like that. Um, you know, have you, have you got good helpers? Yeah, we gallop. I gallop down with Pat down in Castle Martyr and uh, I swim a bit as well. So with the dogs, so yeah, I I good help. Yeah, yeah. Um, I walk in the Evans as well around Cove. I live in Cove. So yes, yeah, I've. Good help. I have a young fella there now that's starting to help me as well, and he loves this. He loves it as well. So yeah. Brilliant. And moving forward, um, Dean, what what's the hopes? 
dreams well sure the dream <laughs> the dream is to win a big one whether it'll happen I don't know but sure it won't be for the one to sign uh, yeah very good and in terms look you touched on, on breeding there earlier that's um, obviously something you, you take quite serious as well and in, in, in looking ahead to the future absolutely yeah um, look I bred a few good ones over the years um, so I, I, I like breeding my own um, and rearing them up I have a great setup now I've done up Wexford so I have a site down there and I've done it up as uh, as, uh, as, uh, as a run and my aunt Debbie she's wearing down there and she'll take anything the, the, the bitches in season and the dogs that get injured and the rehoming dogs and she'll take all them and you know what it's a great help um, so yeah I'll try and keep keep breeding and keep um, trying to produce my own winners Very good um, that's a good way of going about it look you touched on it there you bred a couple of good ones was, was there a derby finalist in the past? I bred Black Farron before, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. Just tell us about him. He was a, a really good dog as well, wasn't he? He was a really good dog, yeah. Real genuine dog, he was, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind another one. <laughs> but, um, look, I suppose before you finish up, obviously, look, you're you're putting a, a lot of work into it. You've got, you know, um, a, a fine setup with, with both setups. So, like, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it, there's a lot of work going into it. There is, yeah. There is, yeah. There's a lot of work going into it. Um, look, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go and see how it works out. Like, if we get too much, we can always ease back on it. But at the moment, every everyone is loving it. Everyone is, every like, especially after the winner the other night, everyone's on a high. And look, we'll just try and keep all the, uh, everyone happy. And I suppose being based in Cove, um, you've got two tracks on your doorstep just down the road to you all and up the road to Curraheen Park. It's, um, it's a good location. Great location, great location. Um, y'all, I found y'all very, very handy for pups and stuff. Um, and it suits me as well, just the way my my wife works. She, she, she actually does some work Mondays and Wednesdays, so, and there's less Mondays and Wednesdays. It suits me down to the ground. Great for school pups and y'all and stuff like that. You know, you'd sell them a lot easier out of y'all too. So, um, yeah, it's great. Sure is, and um, that's about it, I suppose, Dean. Look, um, great to see you having uh, such an impressive winner in your last week. She looks an exciting, um, sort to say the least. We'll be following her progress, and uh, we'll be following your progress. And uh, best of luck to the future. It sounds like you've put um, a lot of a lot of effort, a lot of money into the game. So uh, we're wishing you continued success going forward. Now we're going to say hello to another young trainer who recently took out his trainer's licence and um, he had a fantastic weekend last weekend. We'll touch on that shortly, but uh, we're going to welcome Scott Phelan to the uh, podcast now. And uh, it's hello to you, Scott, and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hey, Barry, thanks for having me on. No problem at all. So I suppose, look, we'll start with the, the usual question. Um, Scott, how did you get involved in our great sport? Well, um, my uncle's been in dogs for 45 50 years nearly and um, just always growing up just as a young lad I used to always go down to the kennels and give a dig out and go and race them since I'm probably 10 or 12 years of age and um, I kind of got my first dog then when I was about 14 and started kind of training with, with my uncle and um, it just went on from there yeah, it really is, I suppose, a kind of a, a fantastic um, grounding and, and, and upbringing to be involved in um, greyhound racing, of course, because there's always uh, work to be done, whether it's uh, cleaning out the, um, you know, the kennels or, you know, washing down kennels, um, galloping dogs, brushing them, handling them. You know, as I said, there's always something to do every day of the week. Yeah, there's loads to do. Um, there's a lot of our family are involved, cousin Mikey there. He gives us a dig out, and then there's um, my little cousin Emily. She's only four, 
she loves going out walking the dogs and taking the dogs out and she gives them their treats and all in the evenings and she loves it it's great for her as well it's such a young age it sure is and I'm sure you've great memories of, of growing up around greyhounds and um, heading along to local tracks yes I do yeah um, I remember the first time the first greyhound I ever owned was Arsenal Lady and I remember going to Newbridge with her the night she was in a, a big final of a 550 and I remember she was about 8 lengths behind going down the back straight and just it was it was called a photo finish and um, I just remember being out in the middle of the track and I nearly collapsed when the photo was called I was shaking um, she got up and she just got up on the line and, and she, was a, she was a big underdog in the night oh, fan- um, fantastic memories I was kind of bitten by the book from then <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and just tell us a bit about your local tracks, maybe tracks that you've been attend- attending now for quite some time. Uh, Newbridge will be our most local. Um been going to Newbridge for years. Um, we've also started in the last couple of weeks now, starting to travel up and down to Mullingar. They seem to be grading the dogs and all very well and just getting in very often. So the calibre of dog we have at the minute, there wouldn't be really Shelburne dogs, but um, we'd go to Shelburne if we had a good one as well. Um, yeah, we got on well with the management and all, and they put in regular enough, and we're happy to keep going. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And uh, just in 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 terms of um, you know, in in recent times, was it always a, a plan to take out a trainer's license? It was. Yes, we we haven't had the last two or three years been very quiet because it had very little dogs running. We only really had one dog there for the last two years, and he wasn't anything special really. So he's actually at home now, waiting to be rehomed. But um, yeah, when I had, a, we bred a litter of pups this time last year over a little bitch we had. Um, she was a good little bitch. She wasn't great. She was, uh, she won seven sprints in Newbridge. But um, she was mad keen, so we took out, uh, we brought her to Quitely. And kind of the pups are they're October 19th now, but they're, they're very green and we're only starting them off now. But um, we did the first winner over there the other night, Bong and Mullingar. And there was a few more. There's La Hinch Millie, she um, done 28.92 around Mullingar. And John Dore had a dog called Liffey Side Messi. Out the same litter. He was uh, he won his second race in Newbridge in twenty nine fifteen, so he bought them or sold to England now. And I have a few dogs now in the litter that are just starting, they're just a bit green. Um but they'll hopefully race now in the next couple of weeks. Very good. And and just bring us back to that um first uh, victory because um as a trainer it's it's always important to get off the mark and no matter what grade the race is, I'm sure, um like like many around the country, you must have got a fantastic kick out of that success. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. And homebred winner as well, it was great. Um like she's a good little bitch. We were starting to doubt her ourselves because we thought she'd run an awful lot better in a few races in Uberton. She kinda of just let us down a small bit but um She's very green. Uh, she's only October 19. She's still puppish, but um, look, there should be a lot more to come from her. She's kind of steadying her in and around her grade. She won the race by six lengths, so the time just wasn't exceptional. But um, no, we were delighted with her now. And it was her first look at the track, so she's bound to come on a mile from it. So we're looking forward to her now for the, sum- for the winter. Very good. And um, your other winner then was a greyhound called Jin Mal, who um, was an impressive winner as well, staying on stoutly in the closing stages. You must have been pleased with that performance. Yeah, delighted with Mal. She was off nearly a year and a half. We thought she was finished. She um, she tore her muscle just down at her grassic there. And um, there's an old man that we'd be very friendly with, Jerry Clark is his name. And Jerry fell sick there about oh, just over a year ago. And he had he two bitches, Gin Mall and Gin Mary. And he just, when he was sick, then he wasn't able to look after him. So he rang 
the uncle Pat and he just uh, asked if he'd be able to take the dogs for him so two of us went down and we got the dogs off him and we were kind of set back we tried to trial them on and we got a fierce bad setback in a trial and the two of them kind of got tangled up and they were at the bottom of off over a year but we brought Mary back and we got her into a she ran in the first round of the Conquer Cullen and tore the muscle again so she was laid off but um, we're hoping now she can come back but uh, we brought her to we were going to breed her to patch Sabbath and at the last minute then the muscle seems to be healing so we said look we give her one more crack at it and we go from there because she's definitely worth a litter she's uh, 2860 on her card coming from about 10 lengths off the pace and moved yeah very very fast so and in terms of Jean Mild there must be great satisfaction as well out of you know getting um, a greyhound back from injury and back to winning form yeah well we never thought we were going to get her back to be honest very we, um, we thought she was done that day on the track and I was after giving little Emily the, the little cousin that gives us a hand with the dogs I was after giving her a half share and so it was kind of devastating that way but um, it was brilliant to see her go over the line in front of the other night Sure was, and um, you know I'm sure you're going to have plenty of fun with um, your recent winners going forward. Yeah, it should be. We're going to keep them entered now. Um, we keep them entered in Mullingar, and we might chance um, one or two around Newbridge as well. And the grade they're in, they'd have they'd have chances again, like as long as they can keep improving. And, and that's what it's all about. And just in terms of the um, sport as a whole, what kind of a position would you think it's in at the moment, Scott? Obviously, look, it's great to see so many young people involved. Yeah, I'd say it's going well. It's, I was in Mullingar there Saturday night there was a great crowd and Sunday morning even there was a good crowd and it was in Friday then the night before as well and standing new but it was nearly packed so there seems to be a lot of people still going racing and it's good to see the restaurants now back opening up as well so Sure is and of course an exciting time of the year as well with the Irish Greyhound Derby final on Saturday night I'm sure you'll be following that with close interest Yeah I've I'll be up in the restaurant Saturday night watching the derby so I'm looking forward to that now uh, it looks a terrible hot race yeah, it sure does. Looks a wide open event, and and just going forward, then Scott, um, what are the what are the hopes for the future? I'm sure you see your, yourself involved in this uh, great sport for a long, long time. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll always have dogs. We've only very little. We've only eight dogs in the kennel at the minute. I've um, I purchased two bitches there in March. They're down currently, with Martin Tucker down in Roscommon being reared. So I'm really looking forward to them now. They're terrible, well-bred bitches. They'll start their school, and they're probably next month and. We'll probably have them then come January and we've uh, big expectations for them. They're very well bred and there's a syndicate owned one so it's the first major syndicate dog. A lot of the lads from the, the local GA club and all owners so we're buzzing for that. Yeah, that, that that's fantastic and I suppose for, for any trainer like you know it, it's always great if you can get a syndicate involved because look it's a fantastic night out there's no real pressure we'll say um, on the syndicate because look it's only costing a, a small amount of money so they can give the dog kind of every chance to develop Ah yeah definitely like it's not it's not costly at all really to keep a dog with, when there's only one dog and there's a few lads involved and the lads get a great kick out but it's something to do for them in the evenings They're, they often they often text me see how she's getting on and Martin had always sent on an old video of them there running around the field and got videos off them there last week and they're looking tremendous order and we're buzzing to get them now and get them going Yeah it sounds like exciting times ahead and, and the dream is very much alive Oh definitely yeah. hopefully there's an ox in there somewhere And um, Scott just I suppose final uh, question uh, rehoming is something that um, has improved immensely over the last uh, couple of years great to see so many dogs rehomed uh, once again in this country um, this year I know the, the numbers are massive so that's a big plus and I'm sure it's something that um, you're, you're big into as well Yeah um, we've rehomed a lot of dogs now we would have had a lot of older dogs 
kind of in the last two years. Um, we've rehomed nine now in the last two years. So Sarah Connolly, um, we do go through to rehome our dogs. She's brilliant with the dogs. So um, she takes them. She's on, nearly on very short notice as well. She's always there for us if we need her. She's always sending us on pictures of the dogs in the new homes and linking us. To, I was on, she sent me a link to an Instagram page the other day. And um, one of the dogs that I actually, Millie's mess, the mother of Bong that won there on Saturday night, she has her own Instagram page. And she's actually more followers than I do. I was looking at the other day. Oh, very good. And and just in terms of, I suppose, look, Mullingar, you touched on that a, a couple of times. The um, SIS racing is obviously proving uh, very popular there on, on a Sunday. And I suppose a, a great opportunity as well, maybe for an owner um, to put a dog um, in training with, with the likes of yourself that would be attending Mullingar. And, and it's something you could, you know, if you got them on the system, they could sit back every Sunday and enjoy the racing. Yeah, definitely. It'd be great to get a few syndicates together and get a, maybe one or two new dogs into the kennels. And um, the SIS is probably what we're aiming to do now. Is more or less is pretty, that's what we're trying to give them a few runs. They have to have three races around it before they can go in. So that's what we're aiming for. Really, we're going to try and get a team down there, and we'll have then a few dogs that maybe the faster few dogs. Then in um, Newbridge, we have a few nice pups coming up. Um, well, they're October. They're not pups, but they're. Um, they were schooling well there for a while, but they're just a bit green, so we left them off and see if they mature a bit. But there could be could be one or two good ones in the litter. So sounds like you've uh, great plans ahead, Anya Scott, and uh, it was fantastic, um, you know, to talk to you on the, the podcast here on the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. I uh, will be following your progress uh, closely, wishing you the best of luck um, going forward, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again another day. That's great. Thanks very much, Barry. Cheers for having me on. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.